It's Charlie. Under the light, his face is beaded with rain, his collar unbuttoned, his tie loosened, and in his eyes is the unfocused focus of a drunk. Sheom, uncle? Sheom. For a millisecond, Francis isn't sure what he's just heard. Come in, Charlie. In the bright kitchen, Francis switches on the burner beneath the water kettle. Charlie stands near the table, his hands at his sides, and even though Francis is taller, he feels slight in his nephew's beefy, drunken presence. Tea, Charlie? Where's she sleep? Guest room down the hall. Francis is about to say more, that it's good he's here, but he should probably come back when he's sober, something like that. But Charlie is already halfway down the hall, and Francis is following him. Charlie? Charlie opens the door and walks into a room that surprises Francis. Devin has left the bathroom light on, and it casts itself across the ironing board and unmade bed, clothes strewn around the floor. Yep, Charlie says. Same old, same old. He sits on the edge of Devin's bed and pulls her computer onto his lap and opens it. Charlie, we're going back to the kitchen now. Francis steps forward. He's holding out his hand as if to take the fingers of a child. Come on, Charlie, this is Devin's room. Yeah? She paying fucking rent, Uncle? Charlie's eyes are on the screen before him, his face lighted by its glow. He taps keys, waits, then taps a few more. There we are. Isn't that nice? Take a look, Uncle. See for yourself. Before Francis can turn and leave... Charlie has pivoted the screen on his lap, and there is Devin's lovely face, her eyes closed, her cheek concave as she sucks. The hallway is a dark tunnel Francis cannot get through fast enough. That hot, flat light on the pines above those men and boys digging as if their hope itself was digging. Then that first shot before that terrible, cracking barrage of denial. Francis hasn't yelled in years. Has he ever yelled? For what comes out of him now feels so underused he fears he has only yelled in his dreams. Running from Hunt's jeep to stop what Francis's own people had only filmed. You hear me, Charlie? Get out of my goddamned house! Francis has to steady himself with one hand on the table. Down the hallway, Charlie moves slowly, unevenly a blocky figure in a Brooks Brothers shirt and dark tie. Then he's standing in the light of the kitchen, and there's the low whine of the water coming to a boil on the stove. What's the matter, Uncle? Can't take it? Get out, Charlie. Can't take your sweet little Debbie doing that? Well, try being her father. Francis's eyes ache, the sides of his head pulse. You think you're better than me, Francis? Do you? I raised her. You didn't. You read her a story once a week. That's all you did. And she's living with you? Give me a fucking break. The water is shrieking now and Charlie begins to smile, his eyes dark and on something beyond Francis. He turns to switch off the burner, to do at least that, and there Devin stands in the doorway to the living room, her red headphones resting around her neck, her hair sticking to her scalp, her blouse wet enough Francis can see the white strap of her bra. She nods in the direction of her father. What are you doing here? I could ask the same of you, couldn't I? 
What are you doing here? Freeloading off an old man? Using people? Is that all you're ever going to do with your life, Devin? Be a fucking tramp? Fuck you. Devin turns, and what happens next happens as dreams happen. Charlie lunging across the kitchen with the speed a drunk should not have. The thrust of Francis's lower leg. How his foot catches his nephew's ankle, and then Charlie's arms and chest and belly slap the living room rug and the front door slams and Charlie lets out a groan. Francis's Buick starting up and pulling away. There's a twinge in Francis's right knee. He has to lean against the stove. You all right, Charlie? 